Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi guys, Hi. this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And Gwyneth is now, again, the number one box office star in the world. That's right. A billion dollars. Yep. All for Gwyneth. All because of her. I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. Like, she's on top of the world. Yes. Doing just her side hobby. Acting she in can't, billion dollar mo- movies. She can't lose. Like, no. she's just a... a a blessed human being we've known this i mean yeah I mean, it's, come just, on. it's just crazy like and she well okay spoiler alert everyone's spoiler, seen avengers, spoiler. you gotta blah, see blah. avengers well it's only been out for one weekend yeah but i feel like everyone's seen it. so if you don't want to listen to avengers talk we'll we'll say in the audio in the description of the podcast like when we're gonna stop talking about avengers so fast forward ahead that wow way. um she doesn't die at the end so she could keep coming back so there could be uh i think she should have her own movie i mean you well, think she should have yeah. her own movie i mean i don't think anyone else thinks that yeah i it is weird to me how i mean obviously she's not an actual avenger like, but a lot of them are an actual avengers exactly. i mean look captain marvel isn't actually an avenger samuel L. jackson no. isn't an avenger don Cheadle. don Cheadle. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd is barely an Avenger. Yeah. This he's not one at all. The Spider Man isn't an Avenger. Nope. The um uh, ooh, well, Black Panther is not oh, an yeah, Avenger. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen is. Oh, is she? Yeah. Um but the only real Avengers I think are Hulk, um, America, Iron Man, Thor, Thor, Scarlett Johansson, uh-huh. and, and Elizabeth Jeremy Renner. Who's that? Oh yeah, Jeremy Renner. He's like with the. Bo- He's not really one, arrow. is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, he is one. And then, and Elizabeth Olsen. She then she came in later, because she wasn't in the first Avengers movie. I haven't. I didn't see it, but I know that she is one because she got a big, um, you know, credit at the end. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she's yeah. Yeah, she'll she'll be she'll be back, but she's so gonna have so, a TV show. Oh, that's right. On and the so, Disney app. Jeremy Renner has is going to have his own TV show too. Huh. Um, Gwyneth. Well, Gwyneth's going to have her own TV show on Netflix. But it's just but a it's different not, kind yeah, of TV yeah. show. And so we all know Iron Man is dead. So Gwyneth is a widow. She's like the Dowager Countess now of the Avengers world. Yeah. And um, she does have a suit. So I feel like there would be a waste to not use her. Yeah. She could be the new Iron Man. Or I was, fi- I was figuring they're going to try to make the daughter the new iron man or something maybe they have a daughter oh yeah, 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 yeah i forgot in the movie yeah yeah yeah. 
I think that it should be her and her daughter are the new Iron Man and Iron Girl. Totally. And they are, yeah, I think they should just do that. And they moved to the west side of Los Angeles. Well, they already lived on the west side of Los Angeles. And yeah, she, they lived it, on the west side of Los Angeles anyway. And she starts an Ayurvedic spa. Totally. Because she, mean, she was reading that compost Compost book. book. I feel like that was like an Easter egg. I feel like yeah. that was something, right? It's definitely right? a goop Easter egg. I mean, yeah, it's a little goopy, but it also probably has something to do with the MCU. Oh, you think that they're going to bring the composting arc back? Maybe she's a composting, like, maybe she turns into a villain. Wouldn't she be a great villain if, who's like sciencey and does composting? They never cast her as a villain. What if she wants to like kill humans and turn them into compost? That would be great. Or something. I mean, yeah. Hey, we have a lot of ideas. Yeah, Disney, we Marvel. If you're listening to this, yeah, we haven't fired our agents yet. Please yeah. contact them. <laughs> not uh, yet. Never will. Uh, no, we're with them to the end. Yeah, don't worry. We're not scabs. Um, and yeah, let's take a meeting. Let's uh, set let's this knock up. Some ideas. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Lunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Talk about yeah, Brunei. Exactly. yeah. Talk about Brunei. Talk about the MCU. Yeah. Talk about uh, scab. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Fuck the WGA. No, We're no, just, no. Don't go. No, like, oh, on no. Away. Just kidding. We're just kidding. kidding. We're going to have to fucking delete that. Um, No one listens to this anyway. Wow. Um, Let's. So, okay. That was all the Avengers talk. It is now four minutes and 18 seconds into this podcast. So we'll remember that. We'll remember that. Um, We have a couple other news articles. Do this. we? Yeah. Like, okay. So we all talked about last week how Gwyneth is hosting this um, fundraiser for Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. There's been some blowback. About Buttigieg? Yeah, we'll just well, like... Well, Buttigieg isn't like... Everyone's over him now. I know. It, yeah. it, was, a, it was a short it was honeymoon period. Yeah. I think because he and his husband are on the cover of Time this week. So yeah. it's like, why... Like, where's Elizabeth Warren's husband? Like, no one cares about... Like, no one even knows I who he no is. I have no idea who he is. Um, but it her but it's not interesting that she has a husband. Like it's interesting that Pete Buttigieg yeah, yeah, yeah. has a husband. And Kamala has no husband. She really? just um, well, yeah, she's just known for sleeping with Willie Brown when she was in her twenties. But she's single. She no, she oh no, she does have a husband. She doesn't have kids. She has stepchildren. Okay. She does. I think she does have a husband. Huh. But yeah, no one knows who they are. Uh, and then there was an article on The Guardian this week saying P- Pete Buttigieg blasted for cozying up to pseudoscience goop queen Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah, he is in trouble because he also sort of put his foot in the mouth with the vaccines. vaccines. Which is ironic because vaccines is basically the one thing that Goop is on the right side of. Uh, technically. I mean, now, it but they have, coming, it's yeah. a long time coming. I mean, yeah, but she is not, Gwyneth is not an anti-vaxxer at all. No. And I don't think Pete Buttigieg is either. I think Gwyneth has unfortunately, you know, Goop has definitely allowed a lot of anti-vax people to have a platform, but not necessarily talking about vaccines, talking about other things. But if you read their other work, they have a lot of crazy ideas. Yeah, you have to like go on their own websites and then scroll down and then eventually you'll get to like the anti-vaxxer. Yeah, or like the thing that Trump is now that all the anti-vaxxer people are now, which is that you like have to space out your vaccines or something because oh, yeah, it's like safe a, vaccines like our friend yeah Will our best friend um AKA. what did trump say that was so funny well trump well he his most recent tweet about or it wasn't a tweet i think it was like a statement and a something he was just like 
you have to get the shots. Have we, to get the shots. You got to get the shots. But in 2014, he tweeted, it happens all the time that kids go to the doctor, get shots. He's not feeling too well. Dot, dot, dot. Autism, all caps. Many documented cases, which of course is not true. Oh, boy. Crazy. I yeah. mean, I love the idea that like you go to the doctor for your vaccines and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't feel so good. And then you just have, and it's autism, just <laughs> not how autism works it's not how autism works no. uh so yeah i think what pete Buttigieg is just gonna uh he's gonna get more scrutiny now that he's like one of the front runners and yeah you and know, he it's should good. have like, it and I, they, yeah. I like him but like he should have scrutiny like yeah we need we need to scrutinize these candidates yeah um i don't totally buy the idea that pete Buttigieg is like the the centrist candidate or like the new um like he's like a Biden light or something. No. I don't totally see that, but whatever. I, I think he's going after maybe some of the same voters, but he's not like his his positions on most things are are pretty progressive. They're the same as every everyone has the same yeah, positions yeah, yeah, yeah. on everything. Yeah, that's whatever. So uh, who knows? Like I think this um, fundraiser is still going to go on. I think it is like yeah, Pete. I and I wonder too. I mean, I this is maybe stretching, but I feel like maybe there might be a little sort of misogyny and or homophobia in calling Pete like a lightweight. Um, well, like, like a centrist, right? Or a yeah, lightweight. But, but also like, oh, he doesn't have any ideas. Oh, he doesn't have any. Yeah. Um, and I, that might be stretching it because he his positions on a lot of things haven't been as uh, as dissected as and um, and as public. And like he hasn't. He doesn't have these like huge policy. He doesn't have like Elizabeth Warren has like pages and pages of policy on everything. But I could just, I don't know. I, I'm like sensitive to that stuff being to sort of um, if he if he's being lumped in with Gwyneth Paltrow, sort of the the feminizing and the homophobic sort of like women's candidate or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It it's I could see it going that way. Sure. So I think he he needs to be careful and yeah I don't know. Um, We'll see how far this goes. And also, it was funny, these articles, like we talk about Jen Gunter a lot. Mm -hmm. um, we don't talk about the real stunt queen, Dr. Timothy Caulfield. Who, Who's that? Well, he's like a Twitter friend of Jennifer Gunter. Okay. And also, he's he's like another doctor who's very anti-goop. And he wrote a book called, I think, if, is, Gwyneth, is Gwyneth Paltrow Wrong About Everything? He wrote a book called that? Oh my God, yeah. can you get a life, I doctor? But he's quoted in literally all these articles and I like we've said before I'm like proud of Jennifer Gunter for actually lately sort of taking on more important enemies than goop and but Tim seems like he's still stuck in well the, that's in his trenches. brand I yeah. mean he wrote a book about it what's he gonna do at this point he's gotta fucking stick with it so yeah and it I don't know and then the other thing I mean this is obviously Gwyneth's best week ever um, she's in the biggest just movie like of all every time. week is exactly. yeah. but there was another article and it wasn't really about her but it was in the New York Times and it was called Jack Dorsey is Gwyneth Paltrow for Silicon Valley. Okay. Who's um, Jack Dorsey? Jack Dorsey's the CEO of Twitter <gasps> who um, is now sort of known for his extreme uh, diet. Like he's into this extreme version of intermittent fasting. They which, all are though. Yeah. I mean, like what about Tim Ferriss? Like he's a Silicon Valley guy. No, that's true. Like they're I, all and they're also the ones who do that slut drink that goo. Oh, uh, salt. The, the it's people it's, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah what's it called solvent S sol no what's sol solvent is like a <laughs> i was gonna say solvang Sol uh, that's the german town yeah, in yeah. Cal central california um, 
It's oh my God. Why Soylent. Can, Soylent. Soylent. She, this is embarrassing. Soylent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which Robert Downey Jr. was drinking in, um, in Avengers. I mean, he would. Yeah. That character would. But anyway, so this article was, I think, in the style section or the fashion section. And yeah, so Jack Dorsey, like he's, um, he's lost a lot of weight recently. He basically has an extreme eating disorder and he talks about how on, like he fasts for 22 hours a day. Um, and he thinks extreme hunger is good for your mind and it like, uh, it helps you focus and accomplish things, but he's basically just wasting away and he has a huge online following amongst young men, similar to like, um, Elon Musk, but Elon Musk has a huge following of young men. Yeah. Like who he's their idol. Wow. But, uh, Jack Dorsey's sort of brand is more monastic and like. Um, like Elon Musk is like, go, 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 uh, you know, we're going to jump into space. We're going to do all this stuff. Yeah. But isn't he also like a weird, like libertarian? Yeah, yeah I think so. Well, he's of... like a union buster and stuff. Yeah. And Jack Dorsey's obviously horrible. Twitter's Well, like they all yeah. are. I mean, every, all these like tech guys are all like evil. Yeah. Right? Oh, totally. Um, but his fans are, because he's now as known for his extreme diet as he is for Twitter. And a lot of these, and he hosts these, um, you know, 10 day silent meditation retreats, which is, we wanted to go on a silent meditation retreat. That was free. Is Uh, his free? I'm sure it's not. Okay. Um, but this article is comparing him to Gwyneth Paltrow, just in the sense that like a lot of people follow what he says and he has no sort of scientific background or he, he just doesn't know what he's talking about. And I guess I am sick of it. Sorry, go on. Well, make I was your just saying, it pissed me off because Gwyneth's brand, like, yes, there's a lot of like questionable scientific things on Goop, obviously, but Gwyneth's brand is so aspirational and so just like it's like fun. It, I don't. It never seems that deep to me, and it definitely is never like dark. It always seems like, oh, this is how to you know live your best life. And She's definitely not like starve yourself so no. you can produce more. She's like enjoy your life and have fun and yeah. as. As much as she's like, oh, here's like this weird health stuff that you could do if you want. First of all, Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't do all of the things that are no, on Goop. She's and, all about moder- moderation. Yeah. And she's all about and she's also well known for like smoking a cigarette every week, drinking red wine, occasionally eating a steak like her. My father's daughter is like a regular cookbook. Yeah. Like she's she's not just a like lunatic who's telling you to starve yourself and especially not to like work a lot in tech no and it's also all about like having kids and having a family and like being a spouse and being a friend i mean there's so much just about real life and yeah, work-life balance and, yeah and jack dorsey's so extreme and i like and i think you know people are calling him out on it now but it is so sexist that like his his eating disorder is basically called biohacking um, they it, all call it that. Though. Yeah. That's also what like Tim, that's like what they call their dieting They're, out yeah. there. It's a, it's like a culture for these men. I know. Um, but yeah, it just seemed weird to like equate him with Gwyneth Paltrow when I think what he's doing is like extremely dangerous and, and just doesn't look like any fun. Like there, he wouldn't be able, well, maybe, I mean, maybe that is sort of the masculine version of goop is like, is like extreme dieting and like extreme um, deprivation men do seem to like when they get into diets to be like more crazy about it than women I do think, I think. so yeah. like because women do it but women sort of it's like a hobby for women but for men I think they really go whole yeah. hog well, and 
Because, yeah, like I was saying, obviously, Tim Ferriss, and I also, one of my favorite books ever written was, of course, uh, Penn Jillette's Potato Diet book, which is, I was almost going to say, amazing and incredible is one word. Incredible. Incredible. Amazing. It was, it was awesome. He went, he lost like 200 pounds by eating nothing but potatoes. And it's like the goopiest bullshit, like mono diet I've ever heard of in my entire life. Um, and it's absolutely the kind of thing all those people would totally make fun of if Gwyneth Paltrow did it. But because Penn Jillette did it, who's like an atheist skeptical icon for nerds, they all went apeshit. And now like a lot of like other men are doing it. I love it. Yeah, it's true that like men, yeah, men go to, I think, bigger extremes on the whole. Because I think culturally women are like expected to sort of constantly be on a diet. I mean, maybe that's changing a little bit now, but no, it just I- seems like... Like, as a woman, you grow up... Uh, well, you're supposed to live your life watching your weight. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you're not on a diet. You just don't eat as much. Like, okay, that's yeah. how you live on a diet. Live on a yeah. diet, yeah. And for men, it is like you just... For, you know, 35 years or whatever, you just stuff Big Macs in your face and get, like, super fat and disgusting. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, oh. You're like, oh, my God, I'm Pendulette. I got to <laughs> fucking lose weight. And then now he, like, literally eats... He's like a high carb low fat vegan which is like my which is like basically sakara yeah yeah Ugh, i would i don't know i'd be miserable um, i'd be tired all the time yeah i mean i think it's whatever yeah. and then he does like cheat meals but he calls them oh. something else Ugh, god you guys you have to read us but it's amazing it's like i can't believe it's just it's so hard to imagine pendulette who i actually like really love and like i love Penn and teller <laughs> But it's just like hard to imagine someone like that being on like this absolute bullshit diet. And he lost a lot of weight. Oh my God. He lost like hundreds of pounds. To me, I group him in just sort of like the gross, like Bill Maher area. He's 1000% in the gross Bill Maher area, but like worse. Okay. Because he's not on TV. Well, I guess except for he, he's only on TV doing like magic. Yeah. But well, if they he had, had that show that was like bullshit, like, bull- oh, yeah. Ugh. which was. They did one episode about how, like, I think smoking was actually good for you or something. Like, they had to apologize for one of them. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I've look. Here's the truth. I like it. I mean, you're you're deep into like alt right Reddit. You're. I'm not okay. It's not (laughs) the same thing. I mean, I just when I was a little girl, I went and saw Penn and Teller, and I liked it. And then when Brian and I went to Las Vegas a couple years ago, we went and saw it again. It was still fun. Um, magic sucks. I'll never like magic. That's fair. Uh, I was mad this week on RuPaul's Drag Race. It was a magic challenge. It was not great. I love magic tricks. Most people do. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's... Wh- one more thing. We, we on our uh, bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers, we reviewed uh, two... Because we, we went to the Goop store and bought all of the Goop chews. Yeah. And we reviewed the Nerd Alert... And the uh, what's a uh, no miss days of school? Yeah, yeah perfect yeah. attendance. Um, shoes, but we didn't because it was the middle of the day. Review the knock me out sleep right. shoe. Um, but now we've tried it. Yeah, what do we think? I love it. Um, as I said when Amber was here, I am a melatonin fan. Anyway, it really does put me to sleep. It makes me so tired, and um. Yeah, I tried this twice. My only problem with melatonin is usually when I take it, I'm really groggy the next mm-hmm. day. This, I I think the dosage is two on these, but I've only been taking one because it's too, I don't want to like 
have trouble waking up in the morning. Yeah. Um. So I took it last night. Um. Did I mix it with drugs and alcohol? Of course I did. Of course. That's what they're there for. Um. But not a lot of drugs and alcohol. So I don't really count it. And I went right to sleep. I had a great night's sleep. Slept through the night. I did. I woke up okay. I woke up feeling fine. But I was definitely sort of like groggy all morning. Like I got back in my pajamas after I walked mm-hmm. BB and I was like reading goop in bed. I wasn't like out in the living room doing things. And yeah. stuff. So I was kind of like kind of groggy. But um, I, if I had to like go and like do something, it would have been fine. Yeah, that's how I feel about melatonin too. This, I, these taste really good. It's a chocolate mint flavor. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I guess yeah. I took, yeah. I've only taken one at a time, um, and yeah, I felt like maybe it's a placebo effect, but I slept like very deeply the nights that I yeah took them. I really don't think it's a placebo effect, but I don't know. I don't know. But again, like these are extremely expensive. It comes with it's a a serving of two of these chews has four milligrams of melatonin and 500 milligrams of tryptophan. I know at Costco you can buy these like pills that are called melatonin plus that have tryptophan. Yeah, and you can get literally like 500 of them for twelve dollars. So yeah, uh, yeah. As with How most long- goop things, it's really not worth the money, but they're fun. How long do those Costco ones last? Do you know? Well, I threw a big bottle of them out because they expired but i think the expiration it's like a year or two a year um and i don't even think if they expire it's not like it's, it might just lose some of its potency but i don't think it's necessarily bad yeah i mean well i think when like tylenol and stuff expires usually that's it it just like loses yeah. the potency uh but yeah it's um it's like a, a red label bottle that's just called melatonin plus and they work too so and it's a lot cheaper than the goop chews good to know but you have to have the Costco membership for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I do. Yeah. So I will grab a bottle next time I'm there and we can split it. Can't wait. And we don't, have to, even though the, cho- I mean, I guess we could buy like a big thing of like Andy's mints at Costco. Yeah. And then just like crush the pills into the Andy's mints and make them make our own <laughs> knock me outs. That's true. We could. See, we don't need goop. <laughs> just a mortar and pestle, crush Yeah, the just pills. crush them up or like wrap them, wrap the pills in an Andy's mix yeah. like the way you give it to a dog. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like just wrap the pill and just like feed it to ourselves that way. Oh, God. Yeah. This is what happens when you're um, a poor goop fan. You got to make two. You ha- that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just bring up one thing yeah. that's not really on the slate, but yeah. it is... Sort of, I think, related to orthorexia. Have you seen the new um, Burger King emotion meals that they have? I saw, like, the headline and I saw a screenshot, but I didn't actually watch the whole commercial. I watched a commercial for it. And the commercial, I mean, the commercial is getting a lot of flag because it's, like, you know, really dumb. I wouldn't say making light, but it's just... um, I mean, I think making light of depression is good, but it's more just like cynically trying to capitalize on it. And And like like, if you're depressed, the last thing you should do is get fast food. Well, I think it's capitalizing on like something that's been happening anyway, which is um, the idea of self-care has like been not so gradually sinking into just all out consumerism. So self-care could mean eating Burger King. Why not? Because if that's just like what you want to do, it's like there's sort of um, 
there's a really blurry line between what we call self-care and just like depression and indulgence it like indulging your depression and i think that like burger king is like trying to dip into that and pretend it's something else so i did think that that was really strange but they have various emotions like some of them are like it's like the pissed meal the blue meal And these are real you can actually go to burger king and order these i looked at it and you can in certain test markets one of them is here in la yeah but I don't know what's in them. It's not It's not just their regular food? It's I mean, like I a s- usually if they have a meal, it's like a, you know, like usually like the, if a fast food restaurant comes out with a new meal plan, it's like there are certain things like in the, um, it's a new combination. Oh, okay. Like it wouldn't be. Just a burger and fries. Well, it might be, but they would tell you what's in it. Yeah, I mean, there's weird. no information about what's in the box. Huh. And that I'm just so curious what is in the box. It may, kind of makes me think that you just order any of the value meals because like, you know, at fast food oh, places, yeah, it'll be say, like, I want the if you just version. ask for it in that box. Maybe. Yeah, we'll have to investigate. I really want to know. I because I'm very excited about all the um, fast food chains going on the like Beyond Meat or the Impossible Burger bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't tried, but Del Taco has um, it now. I know Carl's Jr.'s had it, and I think Burger King is starting to. Yeah. Uh, but Burger King's always had uh, oh, they've veggie always burger. Had like, um, yeah, veggie burger. Uh, it's just great. I had um, I had an Impossible Burger before I saw Avengers last week at the Hard Rock Cafe at Universal City Walk. Nice. And it was great. I don't really like it. I like it fine. I mean, it doesn't taste exactly like a burger, but it's... I don't know. It's like a different thing. I, I don't know. I just feel like if I have that sort of burger craving, but I don't want a bunch of meat, like it, it definitely satisfies the craving for me. I think it has like a weird aftertaste. I can see that. I, if I'm doing veggie burger, I would always rather just get a Boca burger. I love them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it just tastes like a Boca burger, but that's my favorite. Yeah. I like, I mean, sometimes I want the ones that taste like meat, but a lot of times I want, like I love a, when a place has like a homemade veggie burger with oh. lots of like beans and and veggies and st- like that's a whole different thing though. Yeah, I always hate those. Oh, really? I've never liked one. Yeah, oh, I just think know, they're so um, gross. Uh, I can't remember where it is, but there's a place in LA that has a great. Oh, you know what it is? This is very local. Rockwell Table and Stage on Vermont. Mm-hmm. Um, not known for their food. No, but their veggie burger A plus. Really, they yeah, make it there. They make it there. It's great. Interesting. Also, while we're doing it, why not? Escondite downtown is the burger place. Um, it's owned by these like Chicago people and they have like all kinds of whatever crazy burgers and they have a black bean burger there. That's Ooh. really good. Guys, so what are your favorite LA, local veggie burgers? Yeah, in LA. <laughs> in LA. We have no use for information outside of LA. Well, no. Uh, um, all right. I just wanted to talk about that. I feel like it has like some intersecting themes with goop but i guess it's hard to put your finger on it depression emotional eating well because you know i mean goop hasn't really waded into this quite yet but you know they're very like they have you know the chews for focus the chew for sleep and the chew for immunity you know they're very close to having a chew for depression like b12 or something yeah and they'll call it like uh mama i don't want to die no they won't Mama, what's that from? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, or something. Yeah, 
yeah, maybe they'll call it that. Or like rose-colored glasses. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Rose-colored glasses. Guys, we're just full of ideas. Yeah. Um, hire us. Yeah, we <laughs> take... Well, WGA staffing boost. I know. That t- we take it back, Goop. Everything yeah. bad we ever said, please hire us. We need jobs. Uh, all right, let's move on. All right. What was your best of the week? Okay, so this newsletter obviously was a huge piece of shit, and we both hated it. It was so depressing. It just like wasn't very good. Yeah. I there mean, were, there was nothing really interesting in it. No, it was so long. There was three of them and yeah. Wait, there were three? There were, yeah. Like when I went to the website, there were three different whole sections. Oh my God. But anyway, I, while I was reading the shitty newsletter, there was a banner ad for Goop, for a Goop, like, I don't know what it's called, like mashup with La Double J. I think that's how you pronounce it. I Googled how to pronounce it. They say the pronunci- the pronunciation is American, which I don't know what the fuck that means, but I assume it just means the way an American me would say it, which is La Double J, which is like a homeware brand that has like, and it's really fancy and expensive. And I think it's Italian or something. And they have like just really gorgeous patterns and really nice like, you know, like plates and sheets and just like everything for your house. And um, but it's like super expensive and sort of fashiony and and nice, whatever. Anyway, Goop has written about them before, but now they're doing like a clothing line with La Double J. Ooh. So it's just like all these really gorgeous patterns and these really nice pieces um, that I really liked. So my best of the week is the Goop and La Double J mashup. And this is both houseware and clothes now. I think it's just clothes. Just clothes. Yeah. Uh. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I mean, it's women's clothes, but yeah. I like it. Um, So I had a lot of trouble picking a best too. Sure. So my best is, I, I guess it comes down to the, um, the videos that the Goop staff did hawking their new like face cleanser and face tonic. And what's their face tonic? Oh, it's the new product. I think maybe this was the newsletter that you missed. Maybe. Um, so it's a brand it's a brand new line. Well, it's in their Gtox line, but um It's for your face? Oh, yeah. that's big news. Yeah, there's two there's two new products. Uh, okay. There's a pore smoothing cleanser and a uh tonic. And so I guess yeah. Um malish malachite, which is a crystal. And fruit acid pork purifying cleanser, $48. And the Gtox Malachite and AHA Pore Refining Tonic, which is $75. And they have three, ooh, they, ooh, three uh, goop staffers doing their, like, basically their skincare routines for us. And, I, you know, we've all been thinking about the Avengers this week. And <laughs> for me, I feel like these goop staffers are like my Avengers. They are, yeah. Yeah, like you learn there's always new ones coming on board. Yeah, they all have their own superpower. They, they all have their own superpower. Their uh, own unique backstory. They do. And like they're all, they all love to use this product. So let me, <laughs> they all love to use G-Talks. Let me introduce three of the new Avengers. We have uh, Kate Wolfson, mm-hmm. executive at, I don't know what any of these jobs mean either. Uh, she's the executive editor. She's 35 and her superpower is congested enlarged pores. Um, so yeah, these products are basically to like shrink your pores, which. Whoa, wait a second. A trio of natural AHAs, including mango and banana. Mango is an AHA. What is an AHA? Alpha hydroxy acid. That's and like the AHAs and the BHAs are like all the like 
fucking shit that they're putting in these things now like okay. the um like that's like all the acids that yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. hydrolonic acid and like hyaluronic acid. acid yeah exactly but they're like ahas they're bhas but like mango is an aha what isn't an aha i thought that those were like special fucking acids from a lab that like i couldn't get anywhere else it's probably just anything with like a ph lower than seven is considered one of those things Damn. Like it's, I mean, it's probably like a few years ago, everything became a superfood. Now everything's no. going to become an AHA. Damn it. I really believed in that. <laughs> well, um, you grow up and you, you live and you truth. learn, or maybe it's real, but like, they're just sort of saying that they, they're just sort of expanding what they're calling AHAs and BHAs. Probably. I don't know. Um, and then we also have Yana Stewart, who's an office assistant, 25. Her superpower is combination skin. And then we have yeah. Kelly Burke, who's the chief of staff. That sounds like a very important job. Yeah. She's 29 and her superpower is blemish prone. And for all of these superpowers, um, you can use the two new products. And um, yeah, I would. I'm really interested in this cleanser. I mean, I love the color, this like beautiful aquamarine it looks very clean and very refreshing yeah. and i do i mean who doesn't have a problem with pores everyone has a problem with Every, their and, fucking pores and they also had uh like an interview with a dermatologist basically and this is like the just the classic goop sort of double talk of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like what do you do about you know enlarged pores and first he's like oh this is totally normal like people are being too crazy like selfie culture and filters and like uh magnifying mirrors and stuff are just making this seem like a problem nobody wants to hear that and then he's also like oh but here are the things i do sure help it and well nobody i mean big pores i've got big pores too i don't i mean i think that they're gross i don't want them on my face but i have them no i don't think you do you don't have oh really i feel like i do if you look at me in the mirror under like a, a harsh light I mean, like I said, I'm worried I'm going to have a uh, Jimmy Durante nose in old age. It's just because it's like... Or W.C. Fields. Which one am I thinking of? I think you're thinking of W.C. Fields, Maybe. but I don't know who the other guy is. Yeah. But I know W.C. Fields had a big strawberry nose. Yeah. One of those guys. Yeah. Um. So I know. I wish we... Because we just were at the Goop store last week, and this must have been right before the product launched. Uh, so we'll have yeah. to go back and try it out. We're going to have to go back. Um. Yeah, I'm all for especially because this TV show is coming out. Like I'm all for these new goop staffers to like get their moment in the sun and to see, I mean, we all know Megan is going to be the star of the show and she actually has a great video, which I'll talk about later on Wait, this podcast. Wait, is Megan like confirmed going to be on the show? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, actually, I don't know if that's confirmed in my mind or in real life. Yeah. So you never I'm, really know. I'm picturing like a deadline headline that's like Megan O'Neill tapped to like star in Goop Show, yeah, like Buffo Bo, but I think that might be just <laughs> that in my didn't head. happen though. Yeah, I know Elise will be. Probably, I know about Elise, yeah. right? We all know about Elise. Uh, what was your worst? Well, unfortunately, my worst was the interview with Leo Wang. Oh yeah, why did they interview a man? They interviewed him because he has a new line of comforters called Buffy and he's reshaping the what comforter industry the bedding industry it's a sustainable cocoon like comforter it's $300 and he is from he's just like making his case for how he's part of like a long line of like comforter 
makers and this is like just basically selling his product and like telling the story of his business and the whole interview sort of sounded like a a shark tank pitch yeah totally it was just really cynical and gross and just a big advertisement and it wasn't even really mad i mean you know he's talking about sustainability and you know not sleeping in harsh dyes and using the word cocoon a lot and not using polyester or synthetic materials and da 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 and like yes i agree we all uh, all of us goo people don't like that stuff but it just felt and I know all this stuff is an ad, but this just really felt like an ad. And his big thing is he's making them out of eucalyptus instead of cotton, right? Sure. And like he was, because yeah, he comes from uh, a long line of bedding people from China and it, they like were sort of mass producing these comforters to Walmart and Bed Bath & Beyond and Costco. Yeah, so. the way he was talking about doing business with like Bed Bath & Beyond and Walmart, I was just like, get this out of my fucking face. This is just this guy talking about his business. This is like yeah. not even about like I I don't I mean, I guess I don't know. It's weird for someone to be talking about their business and to be advertising at the same time. It I was agree. just a weird art. I just didn't like it. I was like, this is really boring too. I don't give a fuck about Bed Bath and Beyond. No, and usually or Walmart. Usually, when they have, well, usually it's like women CEOs and stuff. They'll have these articles or these interviews, and it's more about like their story. And it also is advertising their product. But yeah. You sort of learn about their life. And this guy, it was lit. Yeah, it was literally just. Well, because there's no like special story. The story is like I'm a rich businessman, and this is the business that I'm in. It's not like oh, he didn't. Have have one maybe he just didn't have like a good enough story yeah well and also he didn't even start i guess he started buffy but like he his family was in this business so he just he's like um like a son of rupert murdoch or saying like something being like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna what's rupert murdoch's business fox news oh yeah being like i'm gonna have I'm fox gonna, news too yeah i'm gonna have fox news but like um a sustainable a fox sustainable news. fox news called msnbc oh, yeah <laughs> um i yeah, I wasn't into it. Like the story would have had to be like, but then my father like died because the polyester and his comforter <laughs> caused him to have like toxic shock syndrome. And I was on the search to find a new material, which didn't happen. It was just like, I think he's just like, here's another way to do yeah. it. Yeah, Or like I hated my family and I moved to like Ecuador for 10 years and lived among the shamans. And, and everybody then, slept in eucalyptus. Yeah. And then now I know that it's eucalyptus or nothing. But his story is basically just like, oh, this sustainable shit is big business. So and I want to like, get in yeah, on it. Yeah. And like, yeah. We Whatever. see through you, Leo Wang. We're not into it. Um, so my worst, oof, boy. And this is just a little tiny interview. In There's an article called Small Home Indulgences to Help You Live in the Present. And they interview Goop employees talking about their little fun indulgences that they pay too much for, but it makes them feel, you know, like they're living a good life. Sure. And you go down, you see a few people... Um, and the last one they tell you about is a goop senior creative copywriter. I'm going to, I'm going to name her because boy, am I mad at her. Wow. Her name is Alyssa Nelson Geiger. Okay. And her little story, she, well, her indulgence are these $95 metal cocktail straws, Uh which is like, fine, whatever you buy a $95 straw. Uh, but her little story to go with it, she says, My friends laugh or cringe when I start lecturing a waiter for having plastic straws on hand, but I'm just trying to do my part. One sleek gold tone Chris Earl cocktail straw at a time. 
As someone who has worked in the service industry for a long time, sure. this like triggered me. Of course. If some person like how dare you think that first of all a waiter would have any say on what type of what he's giving you like does she think that like the waiter goes in the back and then like makes all the food and then brings it out on plates that he chose for himself she probably does think that yeah this is like so horrible and so like indicative of like all the goop of thoughtlessness that you actually not only would you do this lecture a waiter who's serving you about the fucking straws that their restaurant uses but then tell this as an anecdote to like thousands of people that read your newsletter. Like you think it's funny. I think it's cute. Yeah. How dare you? Like oh, this yeah. is garbage. Like what a, what a piece of shit. Sorry. But like you're a piece of shit. Alyssa Nelson Geiger. Wow. I really don't I've like I've never you. seen you in this fire. No, up. it was really, it really pissed me off. Cause like, it's one thing if you, first of all, Alyssa Nelson Geiger, do you do, do you drive a car? Do you take airplanes? Do you, we've all gone through like all the things that are worse for the environment than a straw. Which is fine. Like, have your little pet project. And if you really care, stop going to that restaurant. Or or, or, or write an no email straw. to the management. And also, like, in they don't even give you a straw anymore because you have to ask for it. That's and true. if you no, ask yeah. for it, then they have it, like, in their pocket or something. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, a lot of straws, like, disposable straws that restaurants you now, use nowadays are not made of plastic. Like, for instance, at the coffee shop I work in. We have disposable straws. They look like plastic plastic straws, but they're actually made of corn okay. because we care. Good and for you. Fuck you. Sorry. Oh my god. I can't. Just if I was giving someone a straw and they and then they lectured me, I don't know what I would do. I would snap. I mean, I've I, I truly would a, I would be arrested for murder. I've like you are like fired up and you're smiling at me right now in like really like the t- most terrifying way because it's like. <laughs> Your mouth says happy, but your eyes say murder. And I'm yeah. scared because I didn't, I'm not like, I've been pro straw this whole time. I know. No, no. I, <laughs> I, but just thinking of what I would be possibly capable of if, if this happened if this to me. If this happened to you. Uh, I know. You would see me on the cover of the newspaper, on the front page of the newspaper in handcuffs. It looks like she's got a lot of double J thing on her list too. What's that? What's oh, yeah. that tray? Um, it is. Well, she yeah. does have good pay- taste. A well, lot of double J platter. With in flyers. A Looks like a dragonfly. dragonfly on it. I don't know. I love the lot of Double J stuff. It's very cute. Okay. All right. Well, they're pushing it. They're pushing it right now. They're not yeah, pushing yeah. the hunt. I mean, God, what a goopy load of bullshit. Also, like, who needs straws that fucking bad that you would pay a hundred dollars for them? And also, I'll tell I you just, who. Cokeheads. That's the Alyssa only person. Nelson Geiger. I mean, yep, like, I that's what it. gold straws are for. That's what a hundred dollar gold straws are for, like Scarface. Yeah. That's it. Um, also just bear in mind that while you're spending a hundred dollars on straws to drink from that Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. And maybe your hundred dollars could be spent to do something a little bit better than buying straws. Think about that. You stupid asshole. You fucking bitch. We hate you. Um, what was your craziest or your saddest? I mean, it was sort of a mashup of the craziest and the saddest. And it was, um, why knowing what's coming isn't a solve for your grief, Oof. which was, did you read it? I read part of it. And it was long. I, I it was so tragic. It was so, so long. And it was organized strangely. But so, yeah, this week's newsletter is the theme is 
intuition. First of all, in general, the speak di- the theme did speak to me because I do think I have a, like really good intuition. Mm-hmm. I've talked to people before and they've been like, for real, are you psychic? And wow. I'm like, no, I just am smart about this stuff. Maybe you are. I'm not. Um, I just like I have a good sense of like what is motivating people and like what people are going to do. So anyway, this woman has some level. She's sort of a psychic. Like she knew that her her cousin was going to die. She had a dream that she was um, a baby. And she had that same dream about her grandma yeah. before her grandma died. And she keeps on having these like intuitive like moments where she's like her her cousin is like has cancer well she says when she goes to the hospital and she's like asks her aunt who's the cousin's mom obviously like what is it she says either cancer or leukemia which is confusing to me and then she had stage four colon cancer and then she died but leukemia is cancer yeah i think yeah what does that mean well i think i don't know they probably didn't know what type of cancer so she said leukemia or cancer but it ended up being colon cancer still confusing but anyway whatever happened killed her and she's like as her her cousin is getting sicker and sicker she keeps on being like i like knew she was gonna die and then it's like all of her sad feelings i don't know i i think it's kind of weird that the intuition is like woven in with all of this and that she's like normally when you're psychic you think it's gonna like help you avoid things but there was nothing I could do about this and I just had to like live through it. It yeah, was just really bleak. That's why she says she's a retired medium now because it's too much for her. And I understand it. Like, I don't know, like being psychic would not be fun because you, you would just go around uh, like predicting when people would die. I don't know. It sounds horrible. And I, I felt bad because my first thought was, well, when you had this dream, why didn't you immediately tell your cousin to go to the doctor but i guess it's like it doesn't work that way really well i think that she like did well because she said that like first she was having all of these um symptoms so she did go to the doctor Mm. but apparently it looks like it took them a very long time to diagnose her which is and she said that the cousin was 39 and like i know about this and cancer in your 30s i've known someone who had cancer in their 30s and um it is really hard to get a diagnosis yeah, because my, my dad first had cancer in his 30s and yeah. it took them and that's what fucked it up was because people didn't believe when you're that young that you would have something like people that. don't think it's cancer and they were like sending him home and not to and you have to fight to get the tests you need you have to fight to get into the emergency room you have to fight to get admitted you have to fight to stay admitted i mean and then to get horrible news it's so annoying and it's very frustrating but anyway so maybe her dream did help i don't know but it was just really sad yeah and i get like i don't you know you no one knows how sort of true this is like being intuitive and being able to predict stuff but if you if you feel like that is your truth it is a burden and i don't know she says she's retired but i don't know how you would turn that part of your brain off it sounds horrible i mean you can't not if you're intuitive i don't i mean the whole thing is like you know obviously skeptical but promising about (laughs) if you're an intuitive person or not skeptical but but tragic yeah but i mean well not the gift of 
intuition isn't tragic. It's just she ha- she was an intuitive person who had a tragic experience. Yeah. And she's just writing about it from that point of view. There was just something about it that was very, like, uncomfortable to me because the intuitive part is so mm, questionable, questionable yeah. that but this but cancer is so you know real yeah it, there was just something and i i've also seen people in times of like distress really lean on religion or spirituality in a way that can be sort of scary also because yeah. it feels like where are you like i need you to be here in reality right now but you're not and that is like that was just like a very uncomfortable feeling for me too just because of what i've experienced in my own life i guess that makes sense and i wonder yeah with her and especially if her her cousin is the one you know obviously going through this sure but her cousin also she's is like her sister like she's extremely close close. yeah and i'm sure she shared that stuff with her but i i imagine there there's another circumstance where if someone you're close to gets diagnosed with cancer and then you're like, Oh my God, I predicted this. It's like, that is not helpful to share that it's information like, to the yeah, person. Yeah. So it's no. Like, maybe just shut up. Just about be it. quiet. Yeah. But I mean, it seemed, it, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Cause she's writing it, yeah, exactly. but it seems like everything was fine yeah. relationship wise. Yeah. So my saddest was an article called French girl beauty at any age. Didn't read it. Oh boy. So this poor woman, um, she is, her name is uh, Clemence Van Moufling, and her mother, Lorraine Bolloré, and her grandmother, Regine Debris, were both editors at French Vogue. So basically, this woman grew up like with just an internalized, like multi generational eating disorder. Okay. And now she's also a beauty editor. And so she shares these like quote unquote tips that her mother and grandmother like instilled in her as a young girl. Which is what? Um, skin is everything. Uh, her She has an acute quote unquote anecdote where she went to summer camp and her mom packed um, anti stretch mark cream in her summer camp bag when she was like 12 years old. But that's when you get them. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, oh. but it's like that's when you start when... It probably is crazy, but I remember around that time like, in my life because your your body, women start filling out. Okay, and yeah. so you start getting like on your butt and your thighs, these like stretch marks, okay. but they, they don't last forever. It's not yeah. like, it's not permanent. Um, What else? Oh, always a little mascara. That is uh, another tip. Her grandmother basically wouldn't let her into her house without mascara on. Okay. Um, number four is a young body is a flexible body, which I guess, um, is self-explanatory. Um, nutrition is essential. Make an effort. Uh, my mother and grandmother taught me that there's a certain discipline required for beauty. Good skin is the result of good hygiene. I guess all this stuff is true. It just, yeah. it's just scary. Pack for glamour. Um, Hmm. Oh, that's, that's the one about when I was 13 years old, when my mother sent me to summer camp in the U S she packed my suitcase with cream for stretch mark prevention and a bottle of perfume. And then number eight, after all of these like crazy tips is don't try too hard in France. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to look younger, women take measures to look their best for what they are in life. French mothers teach their daughters to enhance their best features. And that beauty is more about the whole package about feeling like your best self and add a smile to it. Et voila. And so maybe I'm being unfair, but looking at a picture of these French women who are perfectly coiffed, um, gorgeous, 
and they look extremely mean and scary and I'm glad that I'm not in their family. That's all I have to say. I wish I was in their family. I like all those beauty tips. They all sound good to me. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It's just, just a family of like beauty editors just seems like so intimidating and like I would go insane. Mascara is like the one thing that always sort of makes you look better though. It's like if you, I mean like if you can only wear one thing, it should be mascara, mascara. I think. All right. You're right. They're great. <laughs> I'm on their side. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay. They are beautiful. Thanks. Um, I think I'm just scared of French people. Did you have a bad experience? No. French people are very nice. I um, had a bad experience. I got locked in oh, a convenience right. store um, by this lady who thought I was trying to take a picture of a postcard and then like make it go viral and not pay her. <laughs> That's really funny. It was crazy. Uh, what would you try? I put managing my money so there was like one of these articles another money fucking article about like six books about money that you should read of course none of them looked interesting to me one of them was like wealth management secrets of the one percent and i said fuck that um one of them was like confused millennial now saving money and i'm like i don't want to read about someone who's like 20 and is like now i know i have to save money too and like who figured it out when they were like 23 and now has a book about it don't want that like none of the books that they recommended were anywhere near my relevant to me but there must be one and i i was reading and i texted brian like we need to figure out money we need to talk about money and he was like what do you mean like i think he was scared and i was like we need to figure out a savings plan retirement plan blah 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 and he's like oh yeah yeah and then he just started texting me about like fucking Avengers or something, whatever the hell he talks about. So yeah, that was that. But I do want to figure out money. Uh, yeah. On that note, join our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Join our Patreon. That would help. Um, I know it's so, it's so depressing. I, I used to be really good at saving and then, um, then I had this crazy idea to move to LA and become a writer. Mm. And, uh, now my savings all gone. That's what happens. Mine are pretty all much gone, gone too. All so, gone. Yeah. We're really fucked. Yeah. Um, We're getting there. We're getting to the point of no return in terms of just nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So this article, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing of like, I do know, like if I'm getting enough income, like I do know how to save money if I have enough money, you know what But I you mean? don't have enough money to save. Yeah. So you like can't. I literally don't like, I, there's nothing... I, the thing I need to do is figure out a way to make more money. I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to put away this. There's only to put away. There's nothing to put away. So right. I'm on a, a different plane than these books. Are. I know. It's like there's nothing for me to read about because I'm not making enough money. <laughs> like I know what I need to do. Um, oh, God. All right. Let's talk about something else. Please. It's too bleak. Um, I would try an acupressure scalp massage to do in the shower. Oh, that would be nice. Uh, so Megan is back um, with a new video hawking um the g-tox himalayan salt scalp rub which is not a new product um but she she did that she has a video about that she did it in the shower oh yeah is this an old video yeah oh, in fuck. the shower video yeah 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 that's an old uh, video well i don't remember it um she has a seven part scalp massage is this whole thing old i don't remember being in seven parts but i do remember her doing a video about doing a scalp okay. massage so you might have heard this before but it sounded really nice um you start with wet hair, you put scrub in your hair, and then you do a bunch of little things like slowly fan your fingers all the way down either side of your face. Then you make little circular sc scrubbing motions with your fingertips, uh, follow the same front to back course 
but this time firmly push your fingernails down into your scalp. Next, you do your pinches. You just pinch your scalp. And then the last motion is the zipper, which you start like at your chin on either side of your head and then just like rake your fingers up to meet at the top. Oh my God, I'm doing it right now. And I already feel less stressed out. Wow. Uh, so I need to, I mean, I'm not going to buy the salt scrub, but I do have like a $3 um, Bath and Body Works salt, salt scrub in the shower. So but can, is it for your for your scalp? I have no idea. No, it's for, I don't know. It's probably for your body. But isn't this one specially for your scalp? Yes. Because I wouldn't want to get that other stuff in my hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, my hair's so short, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Whatever. I need to make do with what I have. Um, and yeah, this is just another reason to be excited for Megan on the Do Goop Show, which I'm trying to will into existence that she's going to be the main character and not Miss E.L. Miss E.L.? Elise, Elise Lannan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop talking shit about her because I'm sure she's a really nice person. I don't think she is. Okay. Um, okay, mine I literally just pulled out of my ass. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to buy anything. The I didn't even know about that face wash until just now. I guess technically if I had to pick something, it would be that because it's like in the realm of possibility that I could maybe afford it. It's like, what is it, like 50 bucks or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that's too much for soap. I mean, yeah. it's soap. Come on. That's Absolutely. a lot of money. Anyway, but I just thought I would go full circle back to the Law Double J and I picked the Pelicano dinner dress, which is this like multicolored, beautiful, like kind of floral, very summery, pretty dress. That's $1,300. Whoa. Yeah, but you can buy it on Goop. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. And if I got, if I had an extra $1,300 and someone said, you need to use this to buy a dress. That's the dress I would buy. <laughs> what an endorsement. Thanks. Uh, yeah, my thing I would buy is just those new um, pore smoothing cleansers and tonics. Again, they're too expensive. Uh, the cleanser's $48 and the tonic is $75. Um, but they do have malachite crystal, which apparently is good for your skin in yeah. ancient egypt it was known as the guardian stone a crystal with the power to transform and it's used in crystal healing practices to clear the chakras renew energy and set the stage for positive change and that's what i need right now in my life some positive change yeah but you want to like get a job and make more money right <laughs> yeah but so i think isn't one, this about like your pores absolutely yeah so yeah i literally have no business buying these things and that's the moral of the story we shouldn't even be looking at this website. We should be looking at the classifieds, ads, job listings, um, food stamp applications, anything, yeah. something. We should do. We should change our podcast to um, food stamp like food stamp hour, and we just yeah, we just read through how, how to, to get food, for food stamps. stamps. Yeah. <laughs> That would be more useful. Well, this is cheerful. Yep, <laughs> guys. I'm sorry. I was in a. I. I yeah, I'm in a better mood than I was a couple hours ago. You are? Uh, yeah. All right. Just talking with you. I vented a little to John this morning. That helped me. Good. And then uh, our agent returned our email, which I wasn't expecting that to happen. Yeah, I mean, so that, yeah. That's, that, that, that was a special occasion <laughs> all, was like, in and that, of itself. Yeah. Changed the trajectory of my day. Yeah. Guys, I don't mean to bring you down. We're happy here at Group Yourself. We love it. We do love it. Um. 
thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Yes. Um, being like just being loyal and like there's some people, you know, that will reach out to us on Instagram and you guys listen every week. And yeah, I, we love we, hearing it's, from it's you guys. So nice. And Seriously, it, makes, it means the world to us. And like every time sometimes people were like, I feel weird sending this, but like never feel weird. No. We always love it. It's so cool. Yeah, we even if it, it takes us a few days to return. Because we share the account. And yeah. like sometimes I'm like, did he check it? Did I check? We don't always know. But like we can be sort of unorganized with it. But we love getting the we love getting any feedback on instagram absolutely uh and thank you so much we have some we had some new uh, patreon subscribers this month thank which is you. so cool That's and so, so nice. nice i hope you guys are enjoying the newsletters and yeah the we love podcasts. writing it um, we this love next month stuff. we're gonna do two extra podcasts we're gonna do a goop review of not the cleanser but another new product that yes. we bought at the goop store mm-hmm. and we're going to do i don't know some other field trip yet to be determined yeah but we'll we'll do that um rate and review us on itunes five stars tell your friends uh if you have any gwyneth sightings or you guys any have tried gwyneth any new products let us know what your reviews products, are we'll anything. share them on the podcast yes um thank you guys talk to you soon bye, bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. 
Code Program.